Picking up on what we saw last time, the Sma had said that under Shlichutayu, Dayanim nowadays can also deal with Girim, in other words, with conversions, and also with Me'asina uh, Gitin, with coercing a husband to give a get. So another uh, famous commentator on Shulchan Ruch Choshen Mishpat is the Netivot HaMishpat. This is a later commentary. Netivot HaMishpat was written by Rabbi Yaakov Luberboim, who lived um, approximately 1770 until 1832. So we're talking eight, uh, 18th, 19th century commentator. And he was the Rav of a city in Poland called Lisa. That's why he is usually known as Rabbi Yaakov Milisa. And he wrote many, many books on different sections of the Shulchan Aruch, Chavodah, Torah Gitin, Beit Yaakov. He also has a Sidur, which is called Derech HaChaim. And his commentator, his commentary on Choshen Mishpat is also very famous, Netivot HaMishpat. It's very well known because he argues with another, no less famous commentary on Choshen Mishpat called Ktsot HaChoshen. Now the Netivot HaMishpat, his commentary, commentary is divided into two sections, the Beurim and the Chidushim. Chidushim, the Chidushim section is just sort of usually the brief, his brief rulings and conclusions, and the Beurim is where he goes more in depth and analyzes the issues. So he picks up on what the Sma says, that we can uh, accept Girim nowadays and also uh, force a husband to give Gitin in specific cases on the concept of Shlichutayu. And based on this, he, he claims that Shlichutayu actually works Midoraita from the Torah. It has validity, this principle of Shlichutayu, because otherwise our conversions would only work Midirabanan, which cannot be. Our Girim, we assume them to be full Girim from the Torah. And also, in cases where we do coerce a husband to give a get, if Shlichutayu was only Midirabanan, all those Gitin would only be valid Midirabanan. And that's very difficult, so therefore he says, that it must be Shlichutayu as Mina Torah. However, he brings a Ramban and a Rashba that say that it is the Rabbanan, and the reason they explain that it can work in Gitin is under the concept of Afke'inu. In other words, the Gemara says in several places that specifically by Gitin and Kiddushin, Chachamim have the extensive power of Afke'inu, and that is to annul the marriage, um, even in, uh, they, they have the power to annul the marriage, to cancel it out, and when they cancel out the marriage, it's considered to be canceled, even uh, Mina Torah from the Torah. Regarding Gerim, I'd like to share with you a different explanation that I once heard from Morif Rabbi Arav Zalman Nechemia Goldberg in his Shiurim, Zichonor Yivachan, the Shiurim that he used to give at Eretz Chemda every week. And he said as follows He said it could very well be that by Gerim conversions, we do not even require Dayonim Smuchim at all from the Torah. We don't need the principle of Shlichutayu to allow that. It could be that from the Torah it is not required. And what's his proof? He brings a very interesting proof. The Rambam says regarding the woman that Shlomo married, which the Torah calls them Nochriyot, to be non-Jewish women, uh, the Rambam says that actually they were converted, but they were converted by Hedyotot, by unordained Dayanim. So, and the Rambam there says that Minah Torah, the conversion was effective, but that because it wasn't done properly by the Dayanim Smuchim, therefore, that's why they were sort of considered not accepted. However, from the Torah, we see that the conversion works by the Dayanim Hedyotot, even in the times that there were Dayanim Smuchim. So based on that, Razan Menachem and Goldberg claimed that according to the Rambam, um, the conversions, by conversions, even Min HaTorah, we do not require Dayanim Smuchim. 
and he says that the basis for this is a principle called by Girut, which is called Ledoroteichem. And Ledoroteichem is something that Chachamim learned out from, because again, if you look at the conversion process in the Torah, part of the process is to bring a korban. That's part of the conversion process to bring a sacrifice. Nowadays, how can we accept Girim if they're unable to bring that sacrifice, which a Gir is supposed to bring? The answer is, Chachamim learned out from Ledoroteichem that in all generations, the girut can be done, even in generations where we do not have Beit Mikdash and sacrifices cannot be offered. So by the same token, explained Rav and Goldberg, that also indicates since not in all generations we have ordained dayanim, that even in generations where there are no ordained dayanim, we can still have girim. So that means that ordained dayanim is not required for girut, and that's why hediotot, unordained dayanim, are also able to uh, convert people.